Welcome to Couch the Coach, the fortnightly podcast with me, Rob, an aspiring runner whose favourite place is being comfy on the couch. And me, Ben, a UK Athletics accredited running coach. Follow us as we try to turn Rob from couch to coached. I think we're on again. We're on. on. Episode two. Episode two. I didn't think we'd get to episode two. I know, we're back. (laughs) People have obviously wanted us to come back. (laughs) It's it's been quite nice being a minor celebrity for two weeks. (laughs) It's been good. But we're back for more. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello, everybody. Um, All our listeners. All that, well, yeah, update on listeners. I, I think we've probably both been blown away by the listeners, to be fair, for the first episode. Um, it's been quite nice. I don't know about you, but I've been checking the platform every morning. The first thing I do when I wake up is to see how many listeners we've had. I don't check every morning. I check every 10 minutes, I think. I'm checking literally like <laughs> every hour just to see how many listeners we've had in the last hour. Waking up in the middle of the night to go and have a look. I did do like the other night. Yeah, I did actually wake up and I thought, <laughs> I'm going to have a quick look. Rather than going for a wee, I'll have a quick look instead. <laughs> they got back into bed, got oh, back into yeah. bed and forgot this about not had a wee. It, it, yeah, it's a bit disappointing because there was no listeners, but had a wee instead. <laughs> That's fair. Well, what, so what we've done, listeners-wise, I'm going to so let you not. go through the glory yeah. of that. I'm going to drink my beer that I'm drinking to celebrate. <laughs> okay, okay. So first, first, first night, we had 47 listeners. And overall, we're on 150 listeners, which... Like I say, has absolutely blown me away. I wasn't expecting that many. Uh, I thought it would just be me, you, and maybe getting my family to listen to it and me, few of my friends. But it seems to be we're going. I'm actually we are going global as well. Going um, global. We've Would've got with locations because this thing that I can actually look at. We've got where we've been listened to. So we've been listened to. Go on, take us through the global tour. Well, so we've got England, obviously. We've got quite a few people from Stoke-on-Trent, quite a few people from Birmingham. Surprisingly. Surprisingly. We've got people from Wales. We've got somebody in Wrexham. Clearly me talking about Wrexham last week worked. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds and Robo McElhenney. <laughs> We've got somebody, a couple of people from Scotland, from Edinburgh. We've got people from Ireland, so Northern Ireland and Southern Ireland. Lovely. First uh, international listener was from Belgium. Uh, we still haven't we located about... the Belgium no, listener, have we? we? We might have on on Instagram. We're not entirely sure. We're waiting for that person to come forward. Um, then we Identi- people... Identify yourself, Belgium, please. We'd like to say hello. <laughs> First international listener. Yeah. And then Italy, New Zealand, United States of America, Australia. Uh, we've actually had three, three lessons in Italy. Uh, so I would say probably the biggest running pod, UK-based running podcast in Italy. <laughs> I don't know for sure. I'm going to say it now. We might not be, but we might be. These are just then, Rob's opinions, everybody. Yeah. And then we've got a bit of a surprise for a couple of his listeners. So, fire away, Matt. Hey, ben. Matt, who's Matt? Ben. Bloody hell, he's got my name wrong. Second episode. <laughs> who's Matt? I've no idea. Got... Oh, he's got another podcast on the go, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what did we say? We've got Philippines and Malaysia. Malaysia, yeah. So do you want to go first so I'm with your... Say, I'm going to say Kumusta to the listener Kumusta. in the Philippines. And I'm going to say Sulamat Putang, which apparently <laughs> is 
Good evening. I could be saying absolutely anything. This is Google Translate for you. So I could be saying absolutely anything. So Sulamat Hutong apparently is good evening. I don't know. Oh, I, I, considering Amazing. we only thought about this earlier on this afternoon to say hello to our uh, Filipino Malaysian listener, I think you've done quite well there. To, I'm just hoping. I'm just hoping it isn't just one person going around the world having a world cruise <laughs> for a couple of weeks, going to different countries, listening to it, and then turning it off. And then next week we'll be like, we've had nobody. We've had listeners from the UK, and that's it. Which is good. Don't get me wrong. I love I love listeners from the UK. But it's nice to actually think we've gone global. Which is just a guy down in down in Stoke City Centre, jumped on yeah. a plane, world yeah. cruise. You find out he's from up the road by you. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you are from the Philippines or Malaysia, like our Belgian listener and our Italian listeners, identify yourself on Instagram. Say hello. Send us an email. Tell us how you're finding the podcast from abroad. It'd be nice to hear from you. It would be definitely nice. Really nice to hear from. So we're doing well, by all accounts, I think. We are. So we're definitely we'll doing well. Crack on with episode two and see if we've still got this many listeners when we finish this episode. Yeah, like I say, I just check every now and again, literally every 10 minutes, just to see how many listeners we're getting. And like I say, we're 100, 140. So I'd like to think before episode two goes out, because we're recording this on the Wednesday and releasing episode two on the Friday, I'd like to think we get to 150, uh, which would be nice. I think what was surprising for me, we actually haven't had a day where we haven't had a listener, right? Am mm. I right in saying that? Yeah, yeah. Every single day we've had at least one listener. I think we had one day where we had one listener. But every other day is like two, three. Today we've had eight. Uh, the first day we had 47, which was really inspiring. I thought to myself, the first day we definitely got an episode two out of us. So. Within the first day we were already thinking about episode two. We did start planning episode two quite early on, to be fair, which is good. Um, so we are doing well. We've not had any, we've not had any approaches for sponsorship yet though, from Rob's uh, plea to Strava, Garmin, and Ryan Reynolds last week. No, well, like I say, we had a, we had a listener from Wrexham, so that might be that might be Ryan Reynolds. You never know. He's been he's gone to Wrexham, then he's gone back over to the USA, and he's listening to us. So if it is you, Ryan, please get in touch. <laughs> yeah, if you want to sponsor the uh, the podcast, then just. Uh, Get in touch with us at couchtocoach.outlook.com or if there are any serious sponsors out there that want to keep this uh, this podcast growing, I think it would be, be nice for you to help us out a little bit so we can get episode three in the bag. Talking of growing and growth, how's the task going with the couch? I, knew, I, could, I, I could see. Be. I could see. <laughs> so you could see me, Ben. I'm going to say your real right name, Ben. I could see you and you can see me. To be fair, it's... Uh, it quite literally is growing on me. It is. It's. It's not too bad. It's. I. I last did November uh, about ten years ago, and I got um, absolutely slaughtered for the fact that I couldn't grow a moustache. Like it was. <laughs> I mean, this isn't much in the way of growth. I'm quite proud of it. Um, but last time I did it, it was. It was quite bad. Um, so in terms of growth, I'm happy. Um, you sent me the challenge on the the Thursday. I think we filmed the last yeah. episode, but I had to I had to put it off the actual shaving until the Sunday morning because I had a big uh, my daughter's fourth birthday party on the Saturday, um, and I just didn't feel right uh, rocking this moustache in a room full of small children. <laughs> so <laughs> I decided to change it and 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 do the shave on Sunday. But since then, I've fully committed to it. I've even started shaping it and making sure that it's, you know, well-groomed. 
I think he's going to have a moustache or a beard. He's got to be well-groomed. So, yeah, I'm happy. But uh, quite an easy task. Quite an easy task. Well, the, the, it's, yeah. To be fair, sitting on a couch is quite easy. So, your tasks for me, the coach tasks, are probably going to be really difficult. I've got to think of a task that you've got to do while sitting on a couch, which I find really easy. Uh, so... With my moustache, I've done exactly the same, I suppose. I've had to trim it a couple of times because it was tickling my lip, my top lip, and every time I talked, it was like growing inside of my mouth because I can grow a moustache, clearly. Can't grow any hair on my head, <laughs> but I can grow it on my face. Um, uh-huh. But, yeah, it was, it's, been, it's been interesting this week, people n- noticing me, saying, are you doing Movember? I'm like, yeah, plugging the podcast as well, saying, I'm doing Movember, but this is the reason why. So it's been a quite... A, a good a good way into getting people to listen to the podcast. I mean, we have got a, we have got a page that we're uh, using for sponsorship for for all. I think we didn't quite know the charity last week when well, no. the other week when we set the chat the, t- the challenge, but it's for men's health matters. I think all the general yeah. men's mental health, physical health, prostate cancer, all that sort of stuff. So it is a very worthy cause. We have got a little page that's set up um, through the Movember. Um, fundraising site um we'll drop the link for that on the show notes um and it is also on our instagram page we have had a sponsor um although she absolutely although we have absolutely uh i got slaughtered again last week for forgetting that i had a wife and children (laughs) um she's the first person to have sponsored me for the uh for the the mustache so it is it is there for charity if people do want to sponsor us and i am going to be keeping it um until one minute past midnight on the 1st of December, I think. Same as me. And I'm not sure my partner will be sponsoring us because the first thing that she said to me when she walked into the room, I didn't tell her, well, I told her I was doing it, but I didn't tell her when. And she came home after a late and she's walked in and she's kind of screamed instead of like a 70s porn star. <laughs> so I'm not sure she's keen. <laughs> so it won't be not, sticking around then, no? Definitely not. Definitely not, no. But it's nice to know I can I want another update again. Yeah, I mean, look, we'll we'll revisit it at some point, maybe. But mm. <laughs> yeah, just, I don't think it's yeah next year. Not going to be anytime soon. But I want another update off you. Um, I just want to go back to a few of the things we spoke about on the first podcast. But I want to I want an update on Silito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, how's the bruised Silito going? Well, a couple of people have asked me actually. It's not bruised anymore. Now I was bigging it up, saying, "Oh, it's going to fall off, and it might. It's getting really bruised." It's not bruised anymore. It's okay. Uh, but then it did hurt it again when I did my last race. Uh, so it might get bruised again. Uh, so there's something like, in that then. Yeah. So like I say, what they, what they say is people being tall and having size 14 feet, the the second to big toe does get bruised. And clearly that's happening. It might happen again. So but at the moment it it's hanging on. I don't know. I'm not entirely so you're sure. You're running trainers. I don't know because it doesn't happen on the other on the other foot, um, and you normally would say it's your big toe, isn't it? But I might have to buy some protection for it. Or something. You can get like corn strips and stuff like that, can't you? So I might get some protection for it for the end of my toe. But it seems okay at the moment, and it doesn't hurt. It's just when I've finished race. But keep an eye, I'll keep an eye on it, and I will update you. Every now and again, okay. I'll, you can ask about silly toe, and I will update you. We'll keep getting a silly toe update. I think that's... Yeah. that's definitely definitely on each episode it's going to be it'll have its own uh jingle i think by yeah. the next episode if it picks up to be fair yeah. i have been thinking i have been thinking about jingles and things like that but <laughs> i haven't got a voice for singing or anything like that so i might have to buy somebody in 
If anybody wants, if anybody is it good at singing and wants to sing us a jingle about my silly toes, you're more than welcome to it. <laughs> get, get in touch again. It could, again. Be, it could be a Christmas jingle, silly toe mistletoe. You know, you see, you know what I mean? No. <laughs> We've we've had 150 listeners on episode one, and Rob's already aiming for Christmas number one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely, it's achievable. Well, see how it goes. See how it goes. Yeah. So we've we've had an update on the Tash growth. We've had a silly toe update, which is you know the, I think the comical side of the uh, the the podcast. It's the you know the 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 bit that we don't take too seriously. We are here for a reason. This is all here to. Have a look at getting Rob off the couch. So I think it's only right that we give the largest portion of the show to Rob's uh, Rob's challenge, which was the the coach challenge. Remind everybody what was the task? Consistency. So remain consistent over the next two weeks. Uh, I can remember you saying that. The theme of the show was consistency last week, eh, last two weeks ago. So uh... it was, it was, and I think it'd be interesting to find out if any of the listeners have picked up on being consistent as well. Again, we're really looking for people to interact with us, so you know, reach out if you are achieving consistency. If you have done the coach challenge, you can take part in the coach challenge. That would be quite nice. Send us a a link to a story on Instagram, Facebook, tag us in your posts if you are taking part in the coach challenge. I think it's something, hopefully, this one, this week, that I'm going to set Rob this week, um, is something everybody can take part in. Let's have a look. Let's have a look if Rob has achieved consistency. So I've got Rob Strava in front of me here. I'm going to go through it. And we'll have a look at seeing what he's been up to. You can follow Rob as well on Strava. Um, he's just Rob Silito. I am. Simple. Just keep it simple. <laughs> Mr. Consistent, Mr. Simple. Yeah, exactly. So you can follow him on Strava um, and see what he's been doing. So we'll and you can follow Ben here. as well. You can follow Ben on Ben Russell Fitness Coach. I follow Ben. Uh, so if you want to follow Ben. Mine's just full of recently just post uh, up, uploaded runs of me pushing prams <laughs> running not just around the supermarket running running the pram um trying to trying to just get my, my miles in that way so we filmed the first episode of podcast on the what did we do the thursday night i think it was the, yeah, the third the third so we didn't you didn't start very well no i didn't i didn't do anything so just just to remind you on the on the on the third which was the um, sorry, it was the Wednesday, was it? No, the Thursday. Thursday. So the, the Thursday we filmed it, you sat there on zero miles mm-hmm. for the week, if I'm not mistaken. I did. Which um, wasn't really a, 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 a hard place to start. I think if, you, if you'd have just got out the door on the, the day after, the Friday, you'd have been progress. I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to bash you here. I'm just not trying to knock you down. <laughs> just stating the obvious. You did. You weren't motivated and didn't start on the Friday. But you saved yourself for a, a good effort at Hanley Park run. Hanley Park in Staffordshire. Is that in Staffordshire in Stoke? It's in Stoke. I need to say something, actually. I've been rinsed a little bit by my, uh, my friends about where I live. Because last episode i said i live in stoke-on-trent i do live in stoke-on-trent but i'm not originally from stoke-on-trent i'm originally from a little town town outside of stoke-on-trent in staffordshire so leak big up leak um because like i say i got rinsed by my my mates you're not from stoke 
I am I am actually from Stoke. I probably lived in Stoke longer than I was in Leek, but I just want to get that out there. Sorry to my friends. I think I told you this. The only time I've ever been to Leek was on a a day a day of work. Um, I visited Leek Probation Office. Mm. There's better places in Leek, I must admit. Not much, but there's better places <laughs> was, in Leek. It was it was quite nice. It was quite it nice. Yeah, I, nice uh, I went to Leek Probation Office to give someone some debt advice. Uh, mm. Within within Leek Probation Office, pop down the road. I think they had a little Greg's there or something. Probably had that for my mm. lunch. Yeah, right, right. So there's no Greg's. There's a rights. Oh, right. So it was mm, some right, kind right. of other baked goods are available. Yeah, they are. Yeah, rights. If you want to sponsor the pod, get in contact with us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure he's going to be good. Sponsored by a pie company for the running we podcast. Strava, Garmin, Ryan Reynolds, down to pasties. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, you can sit aiming lower this week. No offense <laughs> to rights. Um, I'm sure you sell lovely steak bakes and other cons. Um, Rob Salito, November the 5th, 2022, at two minutes past nine at Hanley Park Run. How did that go? Quite it was good. good. Yeah, and on the Strava, I put Hanley Park Run. Thought I got a PB, but I actually didn't. On my Strava... I would have got a PB, and I did 3.07 miles, which is far near enough 5K. It was 25 minutes 14, and my PB at that part run is 25.25. 25. Uh, but it came in, and I got 25.35. So it was 10 seconds so was that, off my PB. So was that you crossed the finish line at the park run and stopped, but if you'd have carried yeah. on through the line? Yeah. yeah I've done that. Have, I've carried on through done. the line just to make sure it uploads on my watch as a PB. Yeah. So 25.14 for 3.07 yeah. miles. Yeah. And the title of this run is Handley Park Run. Thought I got a PB, but I actually didn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gutted. I got it was like, I think I've got a PB. I think I've got a PB. And then it came through his email. And I, I told a couple of people, I think it's a PB. And then it wasn't a PB. So I got oh, disapp- really disappointed. Devastating. Uh, I mean... Yeah, you've done a fairly good effort. To be fair, you've paced it quite well. Mm, For your three splits were seven seven minutes fifty nine per mile, eight thirty three mm. per mile, eight eleven per mile. So a faster third mile. Mm. Bit yeah. in the tank, bit left in the tank there, or not? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. I definitely would like to think I get under twenty five minutes at, at the Hanley. It's quite a difficult course because you run from the start. First thing you do is up. You go up elevation then you come back down go round small yeah, looks like it's got a couple of little hills in yeah there. and then you go back up again the same place and then round twice around the big lap so it's quite a difficult course i would say the out of the three local runs that i've got in my area it's probably the most difficult so yeah. nice like a, like a challenge i'm glad you like yeah. a challenge to be yeah definitely so are you wearing a heart rate monitor for this i was i yeah, i've got it i've got a not sure what it's called actually. I got you in the chest. You were in the chest strap. Yeah. Oh yeah. no. Okay. So your heart rate average was 175 beats per minute. Mm. So you are you are, you working nice and hard there. To be fair, I was working hard, which is good. Heart rate was 168 beats per minute for the first mile. Then it gradually increased. So some some work to be done over 5k. But I think we can definitely bring that time down. Do you feel like you could bring that down? Yeah, definitely. Right. The, the Hanley part run, yeah, it's like I say, it's a difficult course, but I'd like to think I'd get under 25 minutes with a bit of coaching. I'll have to find a coach. 
yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a podcast host, I'm not a coach. <laughs> uh, it's interesting this though, because you did the Hanley Park run on the November the 5th, and probably not the ideal preparation for the, the run the next day, which was a scouting mission, a scouting mission, ladies and gentlemen, to the North Staffordshire Roadrunners Association. Is that right? Road racers, um, think. Road racing, uh, yeah, the NSRRA. Yeah. Um, a scouting mission to the Flying Fox 10 Miles. Mm. Group In, F. Uh, yeah. And quite a, quite a good up. course, actually. It's very, uh, as, the, as they call it on the description, undulating. So up and down. It is very and undulating. Mountains. Yeah, it was quite a difficult course. But I was happy with on. my pace. I was happy with my pace, 9.18 pace. Uh, came fifth in the group. Um, oh, how many points so is that? 45, maybe? 46? 46, I think. Um, so I've got second in a race, fifth in a race. Uh, I've got another one coming this weekend on Saturday, which we can talk about in a bit. Oh, Okay. Gutted though, because I got nine point nine nine miles. <laughs> I didn't. I stopped it too early. What? What is it with you finishing early? I've no idea. <laughs> no idea. Just ask Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Lined Sorry. up for you too easy. Was, this is this is a, a a PG podcast. Yeah. Sorry. But, uh, <laughs> you gave yourself the name of Mr. Consistent last week and you're not holding yeah. up to that at this point in time but yeah, consistently point... finishing early yeah. 9.99 and I stopped and I thought oh, I could carry on but I'm like no I didn't have much left in the tank and the bonus of it I didn't get a, ma- a medal because last week I wore a medal for London Marathon got a bottle of beer it's quite a cool one as well it's got, it's got the, the bottle of beer? race it's from the race rather than a medal they give you a bottle of beer and a bag of sweets so it says, You're not cracked uh, it open yet? That would be done. No, on the way I, don't, I don't drink. And now I want to keep it. It's quite nice. I'm not really a big drinker. But it says Stone Master Marathons, Flying Fox. I thought it was quite a nice touch. Uh, so it's quite local as well. It was made in Stone and Staffordshire. So I was quite impressed with that. Come on, Alex. I mean, that's a good effort. It came fifth. Yeah. 9.99 miles. Flying Fox, 9.99 miles. Yeah. Um, were you the youngest finisher in the top five? Uh, yeah, I was the youngest top five finisher, I think. Oh, no, I think there's another guy who might be a bit younger than me. I, I'm not sure. I think he might be in his 30s. Um, but, well, I'm in the 30s, but I think he's a little bit younger than me. But, yeah, I was, I think out of our, I think it was nine runners in my group. So, mid-table average for that one. But, yeah, I was happy with my pace. Uh, where, where's me? Did you have tactics? Uh, just to, I was I ran with one of my running buddies from Stoke Fit. Shout out Stoke Fit again. It's uh, for the first five, four or five miles, uh, and then he came. I think he came third, uh, so he burnt off from me. There was a bit in the middle where it, it was really quite hilly, um, so that was my slowest pace. Consistently what group, ran. What groups you mate in? Same group. Same group. Yeah, it's in Group F. Yeah, so. Why didn't you trip him up? Yeah, well, I did think about that, but no, I can't do that. <laughs> He's a lovely, lovely man. We were talking about all sorts on the way around. So, but yeah, other than that, so on mile six, it goes up to eleven sixteen pace. So that knocked me pace quite down considerably. But other than that, I was happy with my pace. Uh, my last mile, I did the no, I didn't do it quickest. 
second quickest, 8.36. So with me, it's me. Going it's my leg. Well. It's my legs more than anything. I think it's my legs that can't carry me as fast. It's me. My fitness is okay. I would say, it's just my legs. I need problem to... in problem in running that, isn't it? I know. Carrying you. I know. Yeah. That's... And I'm a big lad as well. So, but that said, it. up until that week, you'd literally not done. You actually set a 15k PR. I did, according to Strava. Yeah. So that's yeah. that is a positive. That is a very mm. good positive. I think as of that week, uh, up until we set the challenge, you'd not really done much. That was on the back of London up until episode one. But you went you went in hard for two two runs in in the week of the thirty first to the sixth and did thirteen miles. I and then I did the ne- uh, and then and then I did the next day as well. And that Instagram post of me doing the three runs in three days. It's got five k views. I'm going viral myself. Everyone wants to see. Everyone wants to see Rob on the sofa in his dressing gown. Clearly, <laughs> clearly, clearly, Rob on the couch. See, three runs, three days. Yeah, just call me Mister Consistency. <laughs> <laughs> With me tash. Oh dear. With your t- <laughs> it was an interesting look, but it's been watched five thousand times, so I'm not going to argue. I ain't going <laughs> to argue. Um, so no, run number three then was the um, November the seventh, yeah. just over five miles with the yeah, Stoke Fit Stoke. Massive. Yeah. Stoke friends in training MS run. Medium short, so they have normally medium have four different run. normally have four different runs. So short, medium short, medium long, and long. So nice. I, I went for the medium short after a heavy weekend of running. So I thought I'd go for a shorter shortish one. But I like that because that. I like running with Stoke Fit because it's, it, I wouldn't say it's easy, easy, um, but it's nice because you're able to talk to people and have that conversation and hold that pace at a considerably good pace. Um, but yeah, it was a nice run, that one. And it doesn't increase, it doesn't massively increase my heart rate. I think my, max, my average heart rate was 146 on that. So you, so you, let me just get, so you did the first three runs were Hanley Park run. Yeah. Flying Fox ten miles, well nine point nine nine miles. Yeah. And then you did the Stoke Fit medium to short run. Yeah. Which is third well yeah. Three three runs in, in four days. Good start to the challenge. Good start to the challenge. But I had to sustain it. That was the problem. I can remember <laughs> messaging you saying, I'm re- I'm flying, I'm absolutely flying and then you reminded me consistency isn't just built over three days it's over the two weeks I'm like I better slow down then <laughs> otherwise I'm going to burn myself out don't set the benchmark too high yeah <laughs> I mean to be fair you must have been feeling confident if you felt the need to put a, a, a Facebook or Instagram reel out on the sofa in your dressing gown telling yeah. the world <laughs> I, know. I know but you kept it you kept it strong so I'm, I I'm a happy coach for the first four days of that challenge that's good you then let's move on to the next week then because we've got a, we've got a fair bit to cover because you have been busy you have been busy. Uh, November the eighth, so this is this technically is four runs in, on the bounce. You played football, yeah. a goal again, a goalkeeper that did two point three eight miles in an hour. Yeah, I don't stand still when I play football. I'm here, there, and everywhere. 
I'm like a Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> Kevin, how did City get on over the break? Uh, we're not talking about that. <laughs> Brent, Brentford, was it? Bit of a yeah, 2-1. Time. Ivan Tony didn't get called up for England, but can score two against City. Wow. Shocking. That's one way to send a message to Southgate. Oh, we'll have a World Cup special coming in a couple of weeks, eh? Yeah, we will, yeah. Maybe. We'll see. Um, so we'll move on from the football, because that doesn't really count. Well, it does, but it doesn't count. Um, November the 10th. Easy 5.5 miles. Is this a solo run? This is on my own, yeah. So I went out. I've got a bit of a route that I like to do, which I know is about five and a half miles. Give me a tour of Stoke. Are you going into, is it Stoke or Leek or Stafford? Small, that's, small, yeah, small thorn. So that's still in the Stoke. Sneed Green. Yeah, Sneed Green is where I live. Um, so I go down towards Chatley Whitfield, which is like a bit of a cycle path. Um, so that's a nice run. Actually, it is a really nice one. Other than the dark night, as it says it's on there, I hate dark nights. Hate dark nights. Oh, this is the one. Where, again, you've you've become a bit of a real monster, aren't you? <laughs> Loves I know. It. Loves since, a real. <laughs> since this podcast, I've, I've I've only just noticed that I'm good at Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you went out with a giving the the health and safety talk to the world to the listeners. I was, yeah, I was I like definitely. Because I had to wear me light. I had to wear me light. Uh, so I thought I'd make sure that people knew it's important to wear a light if you're out in the dark, so you can because, see where you're going. Because everybody would miss a seven foot guy running down the road. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you never know. Fair so play. Got, instead, it's a six foot six guy running down the road with a disco light on in front of his chest. Oh, that works. Frightening if you're not the runner, but that works. Yeah. Oh, hang on. I like this next one. I mean, it's not all about speed. Don't get me wrong. It's not all about speed, but whammy, parkrun. Yeah. Um, this was November the 12th. Whammy, parkrun. Watch didn't work for the first bit, but parkrun official time is... 24.43. New PB by 12 seconds. Ding in the PB, bell. Yeah. I mean, it comes up short again on Strava. I know, again. It's finished early again, but... Again. <laughs> he's 24.43, well. so 12 seconds off off my PB. So, yeah, I was dead happy. Because, like I say, my Garmin was... My watch, I think I knocked it off. It was probably my fault. So, I just ran and just thought, oh, I'll do what I'll do. Um, I didn't really know. I didn't expect it to be a PB until I got home. And I was like, got that email. And I was like, bonus. So, I mean, yeah. I would say it's a bit too early for the uh, the coaching that I've given you <laughs> to pay off. <laughs> I think it's just a bit, an element of consistency is coming back there and you're starting to feel fit, right? Got to yeah, be. Yeah, And Feeling if you look at my heart rate, my heart, because it's quite a flat route, to be fair. It's really nice route, Whammy is. Um, so I can keep my cadence quite consistent. But if you look at my heart rate, it build, proper builds up. So like my maximum heart rate right at the end near enough is 194 beats per minute. Average heart rate at 181. I mean, I'm a big believer of heart rate training, as we'll find out through the, these podcasts, you know, a little bit that that's where I sort of lie with the easy running. I, I'm a firm believer of building up a good aerobic base and then targeting your threshold and working around those thresholds to develop your fitness. But you've you've paced that bang on. You've probably done what most would do in a 5K effort. You've, you've, you've gone out at a, a comfortably hard pace, I'd say, eight-minute mile just over. You've then done a seven forty nine mile, so you've you've done although it's a bit short because of the watch issues. You've probably done a good negative split there. Mm, I think that's, I think that's the first time I've ever done a negative split on anything. No oh, world man. record has ever been set without negative splits. Correct mm. me if I'm wrong. I, I don't know. 
I've heard it somewhere. <laughs> but I was dead happy. I was dead chuffed with myself because looking at my pace, like I say, uh, I was dead happy. I couldn't believe it when I got back and I got 24.43. Because my ambition, as I said on the first episode, was to get under 25 minutes. So that's 17 seconds off of 25 minutes. So I'm really happy. Yeah. So That's yeah, good going. It's good going. I'm proud. Proud coach, Rob. That's good. Proud couch as well. Which is me. Get, get in there. I mean, North Staffordshire Road Racing Association. Yeah. What? Watch out. Definitely watch out, guys. He's coming, he's coming, coming for, for you. you. Coming for you. Um, Pete Gibbs, that's the guy who I ran with on the first race. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give him a shout out. You listen to the podcast, Pete Gibbs. I'm coming for you, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Pete. He finishes early. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just gonna do a little bit of a shout out here because the same day you run the um, Whammy Park Run, I was in Edge. I was at Edge Baston Park Run. I'm in an opportunity to talk about me finishing third at a park run. I'm not gonna miss that, but. Um, I had a really good race, but just before the race, I was I was lining up at the front as you do when you're going to give it some. I turned around and I, this this lady was, "Are you Ben Russell?" And I was like, "Hey," and it was none other than Jackie Bailey. Jackie Bailey. Jackie from the first show that was Park Run Tourism. She said she messaged you I think in the week and said she had Edge Baston to do as one of her runs. Because um, she answered the question about what park runs she'd done and which one she's planning to do, so sort of said I'd be at Edge Baston, and there she was, true to her word, with a a group of her friends from a running club. I forget the name of it now. Hello to you all, by the way, if you're listening again. But had a nice little chat after the park run. It was lovely. Little photo put up on Instagram. So I got like proper, a... got proper FOMO. I'm fear of missing out. I saw the <laughs> picture. And I was like, oh, as if. <laughs> I haven't even seen Jack in ages, and then you get to see it before me. <laughs> it was it was a nice opportunity to feel like a minor minor celebrity. It was funny because the lady that was taking the photo for us, one of Jackie's friends, was like whipping up a right storm, telling everybody this is Ben Russell from Couch to Coach podcast, which was it was great. I mean, I blushed quite a lot. Had the photo and then legged it as quickly as I could because I don't like the fame, but it was great. It was really nice to meet Jackie and her group of runners down there. It was excellent, and she's taught me into coming to um, Trenton Gardens. Trenton, yeah, it's a good park run that is, especially with the buggy as well that you come with a pram. Yeah, I've seen a couple of people do that. It's quite, a, it's quite a well-known one as well. Kelly Holmes was there a couple of weeks ago. Okay, uh, I went to the, the one I did the park run a couple two weeks ago at Hanley. She was at Trenton. Um, so yeah, it's quite a nice one around Trenton Gardens. I'll bring the wife that I forget. Yeah, we'll, we'll turn up. Hopefully, I won't forget her because I need someone to help me push the pram. Because <laughs> the kids will be in tow if we go touring. So Trenton Gardens will be there. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know, Jackie, when we're going to be there. Um, Stoke Fit ML. I'm taking that's medium to long. It is medium long. Yeah, starting to learn a lot about the Stoke Fit Massive and yeah. Ian S was the lead. Yeah. Ian Sloss, shout out to Ian. You're getting the shout outs in this week. I ain't done any shout outs yet. Again, again, my my watch didn't do it all. Um, Everybody else got like 6.6 miles and I only got 5.9. I don't know what's going on. I had a challenge in mind for you and I think the challenge is going to just simply be just to remember to start and stop your watch (laughs) at the right time. I never have any issue normally, but for some reason, I don't know if it's the watch, I'm going to blame, a bad man blames his tools, bad workman blames his tools, (laughs) but I'm not sure. Something wrong with it. But again, decent pace. Um, Nice 
run out with a fast. They were quite a fast bunch as well. Um, so it was quite nice to actually push myself a little bit because Ian is a good runner, very good runner. Uh, he's one of them people that I can remember doing a race a couple of mo- couple of months ago, and he's one of them people that can sit at the back, talk to the people at the back, then catch up with the next person who works, who runs for Stoke Fit, talk to them, then catch up to the next person, talk to them, catch up to the next person and talk to them, just without even losing breath. He's am- he's amazing at running, um, so he's always it's always a good run when I go out with Ian. Not saying that any other runners are bad. All the leaders are fantastic runners. Um, but yeah, it's a good run. I mean, I think the one thing that's good about clubs like the Stoke Fit and the Waterwoods Pacers, where I'm a member of, shout out to them again. Um, the people that run the clubs, the leaders, the coaches, the secretaries of the clubs, there's so much administration that goes into running a club. And nine times out of ten, well, I think majority of them, if not all of them, are volunteers. Yeah. So I don't know, Ian, um, but I've got good knowledge of the people within my club and how hard they work just to keep the club going. So hats off to those people Absolutely. because you wouldn't be able to join these clubs if it weren't for those people. So fantastic work. And it's one of the best things I ever did was joining a running club because I yeah. saw them. I see them running out quite often when I was driving picking up yeah. a little man from my mum's house or somewhere and I saw them running and I thought to myself, I'm going to join that running club. Never did. And then when I signed up for London Marathon, I thought I want to get myself consistent again, using the word consistency. But I went out with them and they're so welcoming. They were absolutely lovely. You make so many friends that I can honestly call friends uh, and you go and you see them and you run with them. Um, we're thinking of doing uh, Thunder Run which is a 24-hour race in a couple of months next year in July. You messaged so you, me about this yesterday. I did, I did. Yeah. Good luck. I know, I <laughs> we'll talk it. about that more on the next episodes or so coming yeah. up because I think it's a, that's a challenge in its own. Mm. But yeah, they are fantastic. They're a fantastic bunch and I owe a lot to them actually. A lot of suggestions, a lot of coaching from them, a lot of encouragement people that are always there at races that aren't running so Helen me shout out to Helen she's there even if she isn't running she's there shouting and giving us encouragement when we're running around so it's a really nice bunch to be part of yeah good hats off to Stoke Fit sounds like doing a good job absolutely Let's move on to the la- let's move on to the last bit of exercise of the week so you've, I'm I'm going to before we get this one out I'm going to say it now Mr. Consistent, he's got it. I'd say he's got it. He's done a total of 31 miles since the challenge started. How are you feeling for that? I feel okay, actually. I feel really good. Feel good um, about it? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Considering, like I say, one week I was doing zero miles and I've gone up to 31 miles in two weeks. Yeah. I feel really, really good on it. The legs feel fine. Um mentally I think it's improved my mental health again I think running does really improve my mental health getting out there blowing off them cobwebs does yeah. really help uh, it's been really good I think it's I mean the first oh, with consistency when I set you the challenge we didn't talk about any particular distance we didn't talk about any particular time anything like that it was literally about setting a certain amount of runs getting a routine that you were going to run each week and I think you've done that so you've had that park run Saturday two Saturdays on the bounce you've had your bit of a long run you've had the runs on your own you've had your runs with Stoke fit you've kept your football in so you've 
remain consistent for you you've done 31 miles over two weeks you know some people might do that in a week but this is about you and you've got consistency and i think if you can carry that on obviously you've already seen the effects of being consistent what that's done to your health and as you say your physical and mental health i think you're in a good place to build on that and there's no no need to necessarily build on it now because you know we're spoke about your aims last episode about you know the the league next year but keep the consistency going just keep the routine in place you can then build on top of that when we pick it up next year yeah, yeah it's good definitely really good start so hats off to you thank congrats you thank you very much two challenges complete the couch challenge and the coach challenge absolutely all good you got the Mearbrook 15k this weekend I have, yeah. So that's my. It's the second to last calendar race for the NSRRA, which is Mia Brick 15k. Again, described as very undulating. We've just set a PB at 15k, so. Yeah, I can't see that doing that again. This one is quite <laughs> a difficult one. Um, it's quite a local one to me again. So I don't know if you know Titusworth Reservoir. I beg your pardon. Titusworth <laughs> Titusworth Reservoir. So it's a reservoir local to us. Um, you park there and you run around Meerbrook, which is very undulating. Do you know the Roaches at all? So it's like a bit of a, a I wouldn't say I don't know if it's a mountain range or whatever it is, but it's it's up and down. Um, but that's this one on Saturday. Well, so there's no park run this weekend? No, no park run this weekend. So well, we can't we've got bigger fish to fry, the Meerbrook 15k. Yeah. Right, Group F, watch out. He's just set a 15k PR. He's coming for you. <laughs> I'd, I'd be happy to get fifth again in this all, race. I must all admit. six foot six of him wearing his flashing light in the middle of the day. <laughs> <laughs> He's after you. <laughs> yeah. So, watch out! Watch out, you sixty-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming! It's coming! But don't worry, you'll finish early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll do uh, fourteen and a half k and give it, call it a day. Yeah. So I, I think look, consistency's been achieved, and. I'm pleased. I'm pleased. I think that's really good stuff. And we've we've got some new challenges which we'll come on to in a bit. But episode one's couch to coach challenge, Completed happily done. It, mate. Completed, Completed it, mate. Completed it. So yeah, I think good good start on those. Um, so obviously, I, I talked about the fact that I'd met Jackie at Parkrun. She was one of our listeners' questions last episode. So Two. Two questions, Chad. So, two questions. We have got some more listeners' questions this week. We have. None from Jackie, but, sadly. No. We have got some more from Jackie, but we're going to save them. She save can't just she, she can't take the whole listeners' questions section. Otherwise, we'll give a top we'll... we'll give a top fan for the moment, no, for me meet, yeah. meet, meeting one of one half of the, the show and yeah. sending listeners' questions in. So should we get on to this week's listeners' questions? Yeah, so we've got three questions and they're all insert, gonna... insert catchy jingle here. Yeah. <laughs> so Tim West, another Stoke Fit massive member. Hello, Tim. Um, so, what advice do you have for anyone that may have lost their mojo for running? I think that's a really good question. I'm, I'll I'll start with I have never lost my mojo for running. I'm relatively new in the world of running, so I think it might come, and that's probably one of the reasons why I signed up for NSRRA to keep me motivated. And also by doing this podcast, 
I'm not saying that everybody should do a podcast because that would be more competition for us. <laughs> <laughs> but this is keeping me motivated because I can't really turn up to a podcast and say, oh, I haven't done any running to this week. You did last week. So, well, I know. Well, I did, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's what's kept my, my mojo. So I don't know if you've got any advice, Ben. Um, yeah. I mean, look, Tim, it's a fantastic question. And I think, you know, you could start a podcast. You know, I, like, I like podcasts and I can't listen to this one every time. Um, but it's it's interesting because I'd say, first of all, like if you've lost your mojo, why have you lost your mojo is the first thing I would say. Because probably if you've lost it, that means you may have come off the back of a big training block. I don't know. Have you done a big race that you've been training for for a, a good period of time? Have you just come off the back of a marathon training block or a 10K training block and you've given a lot of effort to it? You're probably feeling if you have done that quite physically, mentally exhausted and you're feeling like you've lost your mojo. But what you're probably doing is your body is just saying to you that you need some time away from running. The body is an amazing thing because it will it will tell you these things without telling you these things. So it will it'll sort of make you feel lack of motivation and it will try and shut you down a little bit because you can't constantly be training for races all the time if it's not about races and it's not the fact that you've lost your mojo because you've come off the back of a big training block is it something like the time of the year is it because it's dark nights and you haven't got a flashing light like rob um it could be that it is quite difficult this time of year when the weather is pouring down dark nights dark mornings we're going to get into really frosty cold mornings nobody likes running in this time of year so it's understandable that you would lose your mojo in that point in time but what i would say to you is don't be so hard on yourself if that is the case it's perfectly normal to see a bit of a drop in miles or whatever performance that you might have had but you sometimes need that time to recover um one of the tips i would say is Try running, if you don't already, try running to duration rather than distance because as runners we can get fixated on mileage. I didn't set Rob any particular distance to go and cover within the challenge. It was go and run consistently. He made up his own distances, he made up his own times, he did his own thing. So I think for you, don't be so hard on yourself. Set yourself maybe three days a week that you'll go out running, but run to time. Run to what time you've got available. That might be 20 minutes where you don't feel like putting your trainers on and your kit, but you put it on and you just do 20 minutes around the block. You've done a run. That might lead into the next run and you might go out and do half an hour or an hour the next day. So try running to duration rather than distance. Then the other things, the obvious things really, is if you are not coming off the back of a big training block or whatever it might be, then I think you can look at setting yourself some goals. So maybe nothing too big, um, maybe just a 5K. Turn up a part run every week and give yourself an effort for trying to complete a park run as quickly as you can. Or do some park run tourism, get yourself around some different locations, have a look at a map and see which ones you want to travel around. But in the weeks building up to that, you can just go out and again, just do a little bit of running so that when you go to that part run, you're feeling fresh. Um, I'm ready to do a bit of a run. The other thing I would say is, Rob's touched on it already, is join a club if you're not part of a club already. Um, 
So you may be part of a club, but this is something other listeners can certainly do if they're suffering a bit of a lack of mojo. Is join a club. They are fantastic um, for helping you keep motivated. Um, and the final thing is, you could, if you know one, or you're listening to a coach's podcast, hire a coach. <laughs> bit of a plug there. <laughs> or listen to a podcast. Shameless plug. Yeah, listen to a podcast on a long run. All these little things, but don't be so hard on yourself. The message I would give you from the answer to that question is don't be so hard on yourself. Don't set any barriers. Don't set any limits. Run to time. Run because you enjoy it. And if it's 20 minutes or two miles or 20 miles or two hours, it doesn't really matter. You're running for you and no one else. Yeah, I would agree with that. I suppose with Mojo, with anything, with work, with other aspects of social life, you lose your you lose your motivation. But carry on doing it. That mojo might come back, or that motivation might come back. Totally. Um, so great answer. And then I'll move on to the next question because it quite it links in a little bit because we're talking about don't run to to miles. It look at your times and things. So Megan Austin from Iowa in America. Shout get out us, to Megan. Get us. Question all the way us. from Iowa. I know, get in. Uh, I don't keep track of miles. And how do you know you need new running shoes if you don't keep track of miles? Oh, I, like, I, like, I mean, I love talking about running trainers. So I'm a firm believer that you should have a rotation of running trainers. Um, so that would be a couple of pairs of trainers that you rotate between each run. So you'd run in one pair one day and another pair in the other day. Um, you might have a specific pair of trainers you use for your easy runs, your slower paced, low effort runs. And you might have a certain shoe that you keep for race day, which you just want them to feel nice and fresh. And you don't want to put so many miles on them so that you know when you're doing your harder efforts, you've got a well, um, well a comfortable shoe there that's not been too well worn. Now, I know that it's, you know, with the cost of things at the moment, it's not possible for everybody to have multiple pairs of trainers. Um, but what you can do is look after the pair of trainers you've got. So the answer to your question um really Megan would be to have a look at them and that's the only way you can really tell have a look at the uh, flip the trainer over have a look at the outer sole have a look at any particular areas of wear you might find a a bit of a spot that's rubbing uh, wearing more quickly than the other if the piece of rubber that is on the outer sole um, has worn away and it's going into the midsole the spongy bit in the middle um, you're probably close to if not at the point where you would need a new trainer because what's happening is you're wearing through the trainer and you might already be damaging the midsole cushioning. Have a look at the actual midsole itself, uh, the the white foamy sponge, as it normally is on pairs of trainers or multicolored sponge these days. Are there any sort of uh, creases in the foam? Are there any tears, any rips? Just have a prod of it. If it feels that it's giving too much or it's not giving at all, because it could do either or, it could be stiffening up and drying out, or it could be a little bit too soft then that might be, again, another tell of needing a new pair of trainers. The other thing, if you don't work to distance, look at roughly how many times a week you're going out. Look at roughly how long you've had the trainers for. Take the weekly sort of hours and convert that to a rough mileage and look at how long you've had them and try and work out roughly how many miles that might equate to. Um, You want to look at, I mean, it used to be sort of around 500 miles was the given sort of mileage but trainers are made with so many variables these days that it would be silly to sort of look at 500 miles right I have to change 
the biggest tally is going to be by physically looking at them and also if they just don't feel as comfortable. Sounds silly, sounds obvious, but if you're picking up injuries in ankles, knees, feet, your muscles are aching more than they would normally. It might be time to change. I was going to say that because I remember contacting you, Ben, because before London, it was about a month before London, and I'm starting to get really painful arch of my foot on my left foot and I was thinking is it to do with my trainers or is it that I'm pushing myself a little bit too much I spoke to you and you said it might be your trainers worked out how many miles I'd done I'd done about 500 miles which is quite a lot really but I was training for London swapped my trainers and it's fantastic now it's no problem at all um, with the rotation of trainers I would find that quite difficult being that I'm size 14 and tends to be the shot where I buy my trainers from. I only have like one pair in at a time. But it's a good advice to, and I look at my trainers quite often at the bottom of my trainers to see where the wear is. And I overpronate, so you can always tell where my wear is. Um, so yeah, that's a good good answer. Hope that answer. Hopefully that answers your question, Megan. Get in touch if you've got any more questions or you want more yeah, information thanks, about thanks for sending the questioning because you know it's our first international question it is first international question so the last question um is to both of us but mainly towards you i would say ben hi i took my four-year-old i don't know if it's daughter i presume it's a daughter to junior park run on sunday for the first time i was so excited as i'm a runner as well as my husband and thought she would love it. She ran for 300 metres, <clears throat> burst into tears and refused to move. The tail walker had to leave us behind. Firstly, how do I stop being a pushy mum and not get too disappointed that she hated it? And secondly, any tips on how to get her more motivated or encourage her to finish the two kilometres? Or do we just give up on the idea for now? Yes, Ben. And this is what she put. Yes, Ben. This is your very upset wife. Still not over the disappointment. So this came via Instagram from Rachel Russell which is Ben's forgotten wife. <laughs> <laughs> to be, I'm just going to say this now. Like, This is not set up in any way. I didn't ask her to send this question in. I was actually sat at my desk at work today and I saw her Instagram go off and she was messaging. I was like, what's she doing? What's she telling me this for? And I found she'd sent the question into the uh, Couch to Coach Instagram page and Rob and Rachel were having a chat about it. <laughs> I said, Here we go. What's going on? Um... <laughs> This is a true story. Which we've my my daughter is uh, four. I mean, it might be a bit. She might be a bit young, but she's four years and currently uh, around about eight days old. And for for the last twelve months, because we're such keen runners, we've been planning on taking her to her first junior park run. Um, and this is something we've wanted to do for a long, long time. Um, and you can do junior park run when you're four. Um, and we took her. She done the warm up. Really enjoyed it. She was wearing a multicolored pink unicorn outfit as she wanted to. Everything's pink unicorn. Um, she did the warm up, got on the start line. Um, embarrassingly for me, I was there ready to take the photo of her first start, but didn't realise that they actually ran in the other direction. <laughs> so I was <laughs> taking a photo of the back of the pack. <laughs> and we did this at Cannon, well, Cannon Hill Park, it's called, um, just outside Birmingham City Centre. And they went off and I was looking at all these kids going past and one of the, the ladies that I coach, um, her son was running and we were chatting. Oh, there's a son going past in third place, real strong, fast runner. Um, and part of this, I'll answer the question in a minute. Um, he went off and I was 
chatting to Sarah, the lady I coach, and I thought, where are they? What's it? I can't see. I can't see Rach and Amelia running around. And I turned around, and there was Rach <laughs> stomping away back up the path. Amelia in her arms. <laughs> Just she was absolutely devastated. Bless her. And I can see why because it's something we've wanted to do for a long time. We've wanted to get her running, Amelia. And she's she was always like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. She did about 0.2 of a mile, I think, if that. Um, and I think it's easy to get upset by these things because you want your kids to be interested in what you want to be. And she is interested. She loves running. We can hardly keep her still. But when it's in a big crowd of other kids, bigger kids, admittedly, she probably didn't want to do it. So she didn't make it. She started her first part run. That is a celebration. And if I apply the advice I give to people I coach, you've just got to take that first step. So... Amelia has taken her first step and we are proud of her for doing that, but she needs to get better quickly. (laughs) (laughs) So no, we've, we started a bit of an incentive. So we've said to her, if she runs um, half a kilometer round the block, she gets a a ball in a rewards jar. And if she runs uh, a park run, she gets two balls in a rewards jar. And when it's full, she basically gets 10 pounds, which she can go and spend at Toys R Us on whatever she wants so so far she's got one ball because she did half a kilometer literally immediately after i told her this incentive um and she's not run since um (laughs) so she'll probably be going out for another attempt at a park run this weekend um but sarah the lady i coach her son came third or second i think he came third um and he did that in a really good time he looked really strong and afterwards she said well I think Drew and she said, well, my husband's promised him that if he comes in the top three, he'll get 20 quid to spend on whatever he wants. <laughs> and this kid ran like the wind. So um, he absolutely smashed it. So the answer to that, um, Rachel, wife, if you are listening, is bribery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm all for bribery. Uh, my daughter plays cricket my eldest son plays cricket i can always remember taking him saying if you hit a six i'll give you a tenner uh my youngest son arthur uh he is up for bribery exactly the same as you actually we have a jar a, a little bottle with pom-poms and we put pom-poms in there every time he's a good boy and if he fills it he gets to choose uh what he wants to do as a treat so we've been to the farm we've been to the zoo We've been to different places. Doesn't fill it very often, I must admit. <laughs> but we have got their incentive jar, and I'm I'm interested in that actually, purely because I wanted to. Because Arthur's just turned four, my my youngest, and I'm interested in taking him running, as I am with my other two, Connie, me daughter. She's just informed me. Shout out to Connie actually, because Connie wanted me to give her a shout out. So Connie, hello, hello. Connie, hello. Uh, we've she signed up to do cross country at school. So, Get in. I know, yeah. yeah. I was dead dead happy when she told me. So I'm going to go and watch her do cross-country. And she my eldest coach. son... Wow, not just yet. <laughs> just the first one. Uh, and my eldest son, he, he came for a run with me and Connie has before in the past. Did about a mile uh, while I was doing my run, London Marathon training. So uh, I'm interested in getting Arthur because he likes to run. Doesn't like walking much. He prefers to sit on my shoulders when we go anywhere, especially <laughs> when he's coming home from school. But he likes to run, as he told me today. I don't. I hate walking, Daddy, but I love to run fast. Uh, so I might, and we could have a competition actually. 
you could bring Amelia, I could take off and we just set them off and see who wins. <laughs> we'll be bribing by seeing whoever wins gets a tenny. I think we do yeah, it. I think we do it. Yeah. That's going to be one of the tasks. I think couch, <laughs> couch versus coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think the the answer we've we've touched on it and we've got different perspectives of it. I think it is the the bottom line would probably be just encourage them and yeah. don't don't be put off by the fact that it didn't go well the one time. You might have got up really early. You might have spent a little bit of fuel getting to the location. You might have stood out in the rain for a little bit and it might have not gone very well. But I think the way that you've got to get it moving is just to encourage kids. And it's not just children. I would encourage anybody that comes to me saying they want to start running. It might not go well the first time, but you've got to carry on. You've got to persevere with it because it's the work that you put in consistently, as we've talked about again, consistency is what makes it pay off. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. Completely agree. So that brings us to the end of the questions. So if anybody has got any more questions, we are getting a bit of a, a backfill of questions just in case nobody else sends any in. But if anybody has got questions, any genuine kind of questions about running, it could be asking Ben for advice around coaching. It could be asking me about things that I've been doing. Health and safety. Health and safety, yeah. Uh, about my tash, maybe. Uh, but yeah, if anybody's got any questions, let us know via Instagram at couch to coach Twitter at Couch to Coach. We're on Facebook, Couch to Coach Running Podcast. Our um, email is couch to coach at outlook.com. So just let us know if you've got any questions and we're more than happy to answer them. And it, it does it does get a good conversation in the podcast. So please do give us a shout. So brings us on to the next bit. We so did we a bit of some- listeners shout outs from instagram we ran a bit of a a quiz about the first episode of the podcast and it was just some questions a bit of a just checking everyone was listening and not falling asleep Mm. quite like the idea behind that so we might do that again but we asked some questions and these people got all of the answers correct and followed the show on instagram at couch to coach so danielle byrne marshall stanaway Gemma bullen james miles Penny Massa, and of course, oh, Jackie. Jackie. There we go. <laughs> so, thank you very much for interacting with us on social media, and we really, really, really want people to continue doing that. As we said, uh, listeners' questions, liking the posts, commenting on them, and just getting the conversation started for us. Um, yeah. And we'll go into the next part, which is the coach task. What I want to sort of start encouraging people to do: if I set a task for Rob. The thinking behind it is that you can also participate in the task. So um, last week was consistency. If you did consistency because of that task, give us a shout out. As I said, put it in your stories, put it in your Instagram or Facebook posts, and we'll see how we get on. But I think it's time we move on to the couch and coach task. Do you want to kick us Cute. off with the coach Cute. task or the yeah. couch task? With a, with a bit of a jingle. I'm not sure there's a jingle. There Insert a jingle, jingle here. Yeah. Should we go coach, coach task first? Yeah, go coach task first, yeah. So, coach task, um, I am going to put a challenge up um, on Instagram, on our Instagram story and Facebook stories, and as posts as well, so it doesn't disappear. So anybody that's listening can take part. And Rob is going to take this challenge on. Um and it's going to last for 14 days, just two weeks, because that's going to be between the next 
episode potentially so we'll have an update as to how he's got on and you can share your progress but we've talked about consistency rob has nailed the running aspect of being coached agreed yeah i'm not sure <laughs> i'm liking how this is going but yeah <laughs> one of the things that people what do people neglect rob as runners they do the running but what else do they neglect what do you think oh, there's a couple of things i can think of <laughs> the diet but also Strength and conditioning is a big one. There we go. Me. And I'm just saying this isn't rehearsed. I can see Rob's face. He's looking oh. quite scared. And I'm going to start putting the recordings up on YouTube so you can see this. But, Rob, there is a thing called a 30-day ab challenge. Okay. You heard of it before? No. No? So, basically, it's 30 days of an ab challenge, and you're going to do the first 14 days. Okay. And you'll see what the workouts, workouts plural, are um, on the Instagram and Facebook posts. But I'll give you an example. Day one, you must complete 15 sit-ups, five crunches, five leg raises, and 10 seconds worth of plank. Okay. I, I was okay with the 15 sit-ups, and then it got more and more. <laughs> <laughs> These are all things you can do at home by the side of the bed. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't floor. need to join the gym or anything. Though. No, nothing like that. All cheap and cheerful. Anyone can take part. Day two, I'm not going to go for all the days, would be 20 sit-ups, eight crunches, eight leg raises, 12 seconds plank. Day three, 25 sit-ups, 10 crunches, 10 leg raises, 15 seconds plank. Okay. And on day four, you get a rest. Ah, okay. So you actually get a rest. Uh, okay, so, so it's not good you will get, day, You will get three rest days through the period of this plan. Okay. But... I will post this as soon as we finish this podcast, um, and it goes. The podcast goes live, and you can have a look at your challenge. Okay, that's that's. You've that achieved consistency, okay. Mister Consistency, Mister Washboard Abs. <laughs> I was going to say exact same. <laughs> I was going to say the exact same, Mister Consistency slash Washboard Abs. Come on, I'll be uh, walking into it with a tash and bloody abs and everything next to, next time I'm in Accepting the challenge. Yeah, I will actually. I quite yeah. I, I can remember doing it a couple of years ago. Something similar. Um, okay. But yeah. Absolutely. See how you get on. The aim I would think... be to continue the consistency and yeah. also do the abs, and then we're, yeah. we're developing you into a good, strong runner. And I know having that core strength is a really important aspect of running and keeping your body in a, in a, in a good posture. Good posture. If you're doing these hills around in the Staffordshire moorlands, if that's a thing, yeah. Then get on the uh, get on the abs. Sounds good to me. So my challenge to you sounds very minuscule compared to yours. <laughs> so have you heard of, not the abs challenge, the candy crush challenge? No. It's sweet. Oh, it's yeah, so, <laughs> so candy crush. Have you seen candy crush on your phone? Yeah, I have to match. I have. Match the, have you ever played it? Um, once or twice, about five or six years ago. Are we talking? Well, for your challenge... I'm going to set you three goals. Okay. So you're, you're, my, my goals for the NSR are a gold, silver, and bronze. So your bronze is to complete, wait for it, 100 levels. Hey. It's not it's, it, When you first start, it's quite easy, to be fair. To, to, give, to give you a bit of uh, realism, I'm on 
can tell you which one I'm, how, how many um, levels I have. And I'm on 2,338. Okay, all right, yeah, let's go. I'll have this done by the end of the night. <laughs> so 100 levels go is your in. A goal. Go on in. Your B, your, your bronze, sorry. Your silver is yep. 150. Go on in, yeah. And your gold is 200 levels by two in two weeks' time. And like I say, I'm on 2,000. If you get to work towards me, 2,300. And that just shows you how much time I spend on the couch. Well, I'm trying to hold down two jobs here, mate. Well, well, <laughs> you've got to find the time. I can find the time to do the abs challenge. You I'm can trying find to hold the time down to two jobs. Campus. Keep my running. Um, I'm trying to do a bit of football watching. The World Cup starting. And let's not forget, I've got a wife and kids. You did forget last time, so yeah, don't forget about them again. Go on, I'll accept the challenge. Let's okay, have it. Okay, to 100, 150 or 200. Yeah, and I'll keep, and we'll I'll keep you all updated day. on Instagram and Facebook, posts about how I'm getting on. You might become addicted. I'm not sure I'll become addicted to the abs challenge, I must admit, but you might become addicted to the Candy Crush challenge. Yeah, let's do it, let's do it. So you'll be the Candy, I'll be the, I'll be Mr. Washboard Abs and you'll be Mr. Candy Crush. Mr. Candy time. Crush. Mr. Candy Crush with a jazzy moustache. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. I like that. I think... Because you um, can do it on the couch as well. Yeah, I'm fully in bed. Other places I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go down that road. Hmm. But here we go. Couch, couch coach challenge. Stroke two. Off we go. Love it. We'll have it. Let's see how we go. So, we've done the couch to coach task um we've done some listeners questions one of the things we wanted people to do was listeners stories any funny running stories um that you would like to share and get read out on the show we haven't had any stories unfortunately please if you have got any send them to uh the couch uh, couch to coached at outlook.com email address because we would love to read them out just a bit of a light-hearted way to finish the show but i'm going to pick up on something that I read on Facebook this week um, and it's a it's a question that was sent into a dear Deirdre column I'm assuming um, but this was called dear Colleen dear Colleen um, the headline of it was running has taken over his whole life so I'm just going to go ahead and read this dear Colleen my husband lost a lot of weight recently after getting into running he's now joined a running club and it's all he talks about if he's not out running and competing in races, he's talking about it, which I find very boring, to be honest. Things were more interested when he was fat. We used to do things together, but now I have to virtually make an appointment as he has so many running commitments. It's like he's addicted to it. Am I being miserable? Am I jealous that he's found something he loves? I just want him to see that we need to carve out more time for us. Colleen, what is your advice? <laughs> so, Rob, you're Colleen. What is the advice? Well, to be honest with you, that could be written by Laura. <laughs> <laughs> and when you started reading, I thought you were going to surprise me, like, like we did with Rachel uh, sending a question. I thought you were going to say it's Laura. My partner, by the way, that is my fiance. I'm exactly the same. I lost weight by running... Um, joined a running club, got really into it, and I'm really into it still. Done a load of races. I'm, I'm more interested in what you what your answer was, because you sent me what your answer was, and I thought <laughs> that was brilliant. 
I, uh, yeah, I did, I did comment on it from a, a coach's perspective, um, and it was, it was just a light-hearted comment, to be fair, um, and it was quite well received on the, uh, on the Facebook group that I, I left the comment in. It, it ended up with about forty or fifty different uh, responses, um, you know, the the laughing faces and the thumbs up and all that sort of stuff, but. My response to that um, was, I'm just trying to find it actually on my phone. Have I got it? Yeah, here we go. So my response to it was basically that, has she considered divorce? Um, I think that she should probably find that she's holding him back (laughs) (laughs) and she should set him free. (laughs) <laughs> and somebody, I saw the comment underneath that that would help with the rotation of shoes as well and he can buy as many trainers as he wants to as well it's one of them I think look it's light hearted but it, running it is an addiction and it does take over people's lives if you're listening to this and it has taken over your life welcome to the club <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I, I think, like I say, Laura, I showed this to Laura, and Laura just kept smiling. Every time she read a little bit more, she smiled. They read a bit more, smiled. And it would be what she would say. Because if I aren't doing a race, I'm talking about the race. I'm telling her about my PBs. I'm telling her about the minute miles that I'm running. And I know for a fact it just goes straight over her head. But being the loving, supportive, fantastic fiance that she is she listens to me and she says good luck every time i go out them doors and i go for a race even if i'm not racing i go out for a run she always says good luck and stay safe and things like that so get yourself a laura there you go that's the advice get yourself a laura get yourself a laura i mean i'm giving up running now i've got too much candy crush to play (laughs) 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 well i think on that note yeah we're gonna sign off we are i think that's would end well would end the podcast well so if anybody has got any more stories please get in contact with us we would like a little story to to potentially end the podcast in but yeah i think it's something that we want to read out a little bit more so please do send them in and we obviously will read them out give you a shout out but we look forward to seeing them and hopefully you can continue to listen on to the show and thank you very much for listening so far thank you very much let's see where we go to next i'm thinking antarctica (laughs) <laughs> See you later. <laughs>